0: Oh, let's okay. Three. Let's do this. Three, two, one. Untitled Beatles podcast. Now, TJ, is it Valentine's Day
1: or Valentine's Day?
2: Happy Valentine.
1: Well, I always thought it was Valentine's Day, but then I met you, and it became Valentine's Day. There were bells on a hill. Why are bells on a hill? <laughs> Though I'd never heard them it's ringing.
0: Bad, bad urban planning.
1: Carrie and I, that was the song we, the Beatle cover band we had at our wedding played that as our first song was still There Was You. Oh, that's wonderful. It's pretty great.
0: Now, is it library or library?
1: Library after the Ruttles (laughs) Berry (laughs) Wham. So great. Is it potato or tomato? Well... You say potato, and I say tomato. You say potato, that one dumb fuck couldn't spell. He was the dumbest VP candidate for Palin. Let's call Dan Quayle and Sarah Palin off.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and cancel Murphy Brown while you're at it.
2: The L.A. riots happened because of disintegrating family values. It doesn't help matters
3: when primetime TV has Murphy Brown mocking the importance of fathers by bearing a child alone I'm calling it just another lifestyle
0: choice. <laughs> Welcome to the Untitled Dan Quail. Uh, excuse me, the Untitled. We got to get a title. Hey, how about this, TJ? Yeah. The Titled Beatles podcast.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> but we keep on in brackets.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we don't, so those numbers don't, we don't get fucked on the numbers.
1: Welcome Dude, to the- <laughs> have I been fucked in the numbers for six months I spent in prison? They kept fucking me in the numbers.
0: Yeah, the number two and the number three. Ouch.
1: Two hole, three hole.
0: <laughs> you know, when you hear those notes, you know it's the Untitled Beatles podcast, as that unmistakable music tells us. And I'm Tony Mendoza.
1: Yeah, and I'm uh, the Music Man's uh, <laughs> singer of Shapoopy. I forgot his name. Um, I don't know either. Cornelius Bennett, <laughs> Edgar Bennett, <laughs> Michael Bennett, <laughs> Tony Bennett. <laughs> who the fuck's what's the character name who sings Shapoopy in The Music Man? Oh, I mean, you're asking the wrong guy. I know, but I don't know who else to ask right now. Meredith Wilson's dead. Skitch Robert Henderson? Preston's uh. dead. <laughs> Was that Skitch Henderson who did it when uh, What's His Face in the Tonight Show couldn't be there? Doc Severinsen? That was
0: Doc Severinsen, but Skitch Henderson was like Jack Parr's guy or uh. something like that. You know what I mean? I'm naming like late night band leaders. That's the closest I can get to the Music Man. Great Jeopardy category. Tommy Newsom.
1: Oh my God. This all ties together because Doc Severinsen in a weird early 90s studio cast album with the Music Man sang Shaboopy. Shapoopy,
2: Shapoopy, sha-poop, sha-poop.
0: We did it. We did it. Untitled Beatles podcast, Doc Severinson, reach around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going to give me a reach around?
0: <laughs> well, it is Valentine's weekend, and we hope uh, you are having a good Valentine's. Are you doing anything uh, special, you and your your lady, this year, TJ?
1: Straight fucking.
0: <laughs> good for you That's good That's good Other people Oh Well you know people You gotta keep things
1: People <laughs> No what are we doing for Valentine's Day? Um, uh, My wife's 50th birthday Is the beginning of February So we're oh, wow. doing a big blowout For her birthday And because Everything of that, must va- go Everything <laughs> That's right <laughs> We're only doing Late era Steely Dan albums Everything must go <laughs>
0: Well, I love spending these moments with you, TJ. Really, this is kind of my, uh, in a way, this is kind of like a beetle, like a like a the Beatles Valentine kind of thing, what you and I do here. What's going Sorry, on over
1: there? I, I lost my pedal, <laughs> if you know what I mean. I've been de-pedaled. You know, Tony, I've been thinking about you, too, and, like, we've been doing the show a while, and I don't want to get weird, but... I hear that. I like that. Oh. (laughs) I am ticklish. (laughs) Freeze. Prove it. (laughs) Uh, That was a nice journey. Yeah, it is Valentine's Day. We did a Valentine's Day episode last year, um, and we thought we'd just rerun it. So now here it is. No, we're doing a whole new one. We're doing, this is a new episode. Ooh, yeah. ooh, 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 We got a new episode. We're going to talk about
0: songs that the Beatles wrote for their significant others, whether it be their wives, their girlfriends.
1: Um, we're going to keep it kind of that way. What about Paul McCartney's Hear Me, Women and Wives?
2: Hear me, women and wives. Hear me, husband and love. Why not? We
0: count? can talk about that. Sure. If you want to bring it up, but you're going to use up one of your one of your songs. We only get two each. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of songs, so we're not going to cover all of them, but I thought it might be fun to talk about maybe some of our favorite songs that uh, Paul wrote for, say, Jane Asher or Linda McCartney or Heather Mills.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, there's one or two there, uh, Driving there Rain Era. Uh, we may even get into the song George Martin wrote for his wife. Oh, for the yellow submarine soundtrack. We sea might. of holes. <laughs> you know <what> that means. <laughs> I no disrespect to the wonderful Martin family. <laughs> it just felt right. I'm gonna stop talking.
0: All those guys had a crush on her. I think they all thought she was pretty posh. You know, I don't I think blame them. He does like
1: crushes on everybody. Yeah, I think. I'm... I think they were just kind of crushing on. Uh, I think they love the apple scruffs. I think they love them all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, love is, a, it's, a, you know, love is a thing, man. And on this weekend, we talk about it and well, let's yeah, let's, let's start to, I guess let's pick a person and then we'll talk about some songs about them that, uh, stand out for us or something like that. How does that sound?
1: Do you want to pick a person or do you want to pick a little, pick a little, pick a little, talk a little, a little, pick 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 a little, it's going to be all music men today. <laughs> if Rebecca song were here right now, I'd have her say Balzac. Balzac. <laughs> Well, yeah, let's start with Paul. How about that? Sure.
0: All right. All right, cool. Love Paul. Well, as you know, TJ, Paul dated Jane Asher from 63 to 68, so pretty heavy, pretty long.
1: And was faithful to her from 63 to 63.
0: (laughs) Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. But he wrote a lot of songs about her. I wouldn't say a lot of these are necessarily like I love you songs. A lot of his songs are about like their problems, it sounds like.
1: I'm Bitter and Angry. Some of Paul's best songs from one of his most fertile periods, Rubber Soul and Revolver, there's a lot of Jane Asher, and it's not necessarily positive. You can hear them breaking up in Paul's songs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You Won't See Me.
2: I not want to stay. I don't have much to say, but I get turn.
0: looking through you. Why tell
2: me why did you not treat me right? Love has a nasty habit of disappearing night.
0: We can work it out. We've got some hope there, right?
2: Think of what I'm saying. We can work it out and get it straight or say goodnight. We can work it out. We can work it out.
0: But then, like, for no one, it's flat out like picturing the breakup
2: kind of in its own way your day breaks your mind aches you find that all her words of kindness linger on when she no longer needs you she wakes up she makes up she takes her time and doesn't feel she has to hurry she no longer needs you and in her eyes you see nothing no sign of love behind the tears, cried for no one. A love that should have lasted years.
1: In one of his most incredible compositions and one of his indelible ballads, I think one of the songs
0: that doesn't have turmoil in it is uh, And I Love Her, which I believe I would think is uh, having to do with Jane. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a sweet song. I think people still sing it. I think when this song comes on the radio, I think it's a good Valentine's Day song.
2: Bright are the stars that shine, dark is the sky, I know this love of mine will never
1: die. He's wrong. A love like ours will never die? Well, (laughs) she gone.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was basically because she was more career focused and wanted to do her own thing. They were they spent a lot of their time apart, it sounds like, and they were both very busy people. And yeah, I think it was one of those things where the, you know, she wasn't going to be by his side all the time. She had more of an independent streak. She was a
1: successful actress. She was a successful performer from a well-to-do family. Yeah. And, you know, we give John a lot of crap, rightfully so, for exhibiting vaguely misogynistic tendencies in some of his songs. Even Paul, we can work it out. You know, it's John who does The Life Is Very Short and There Is No Time. And that's looked at as the caustic part of the song. But Paul's saying, try to see things my way. Or then he says, while we see things your way, there's a risk we fall apart before too long. Like it's Paul basically putting his foot down a bit. Everybody put their foot down.
2: down.
1: In this case, it's Paul putting his foot down a bit. I'm not saying Paul's misogynist. He did try to attack Heather with her own leg. That's my (laughs) least favorite story I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) and Even of a family story. It's not true. I do not believe Paul McCartney went after Heather Mills with her own leg. I just don't. Yeah, that doesn't
0: square up for me. You know that's a little too tabloidy for me man
2: I a tabloid paper. She was rumored to be in. was a photo of a woman on a llama. but she never came to heal again
0: yeah well they broke up in 68 Jane Asher and Paul by which time he met Linda McCartney and he stayed with her till the very end you know they stayed true. And she was a class act, man. I really like her. Linda Eastman, not related to the Kodak uh, or anything. She just happened to be a photographer, but uh, her dad was a lawyer. Lee Eastman. And in fact, I found out in doing my research, check this out, TJ. The first song ever written about Linda McCartney was the 1946 song, <laughs> Linda, uh, written by Jack Lawrence about a one-year-old Linda Eastman. And... uh Lee Eastman was Jack Lawrence's attorney and Jack Lawrence wrote this song. About it. So this was the reason I know this song is because Jan and Dean covered it in 1962. They had a, a minor hit with it uh, before they became a surf duo with Surf City. This is when they were more like squeaky clean. And they even have a record like Jan and Dean go riding bikes with Linda or something like that.
2: About the loving I've missed
1: Really?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I had no idea when I was getting into Jan and Dean and stuff that that Linda song was about Linda McCartney slash Eastman.
1: You know, for a few minutes I felt really dumb that I know so much about the weird Eric Kunzel studio <laughs> cast album of The Music Man and then your obscure Jan and Dean <laughs> reference made me feel all right. So <laughs> oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You know, you can make a case that some of the best songs Paul McCartney ever wrote are about Linda McCartney. Is it fair to call Maybe I'm Amazed his best ballad or contender for best ballad?
0: No, I have written down arguably one of his best songs, period. That's great. And, that's, and that was a, such a testament to what Linda McCartney, yeah, McCartney, they were married at that time, brought to his life because he was in that, the depths. He was in his lowest point, And maybe I'm amazed was his ode to, to the light that she brought into that darkness. To me, this is Paul's positive spin on John's Don't Let Me Down, where John was in this place of needing and wanting and hopelessness, kind of like, don't let me down. And this was Paul basically saying like, in his positive way, I'm amazed that you brought me out of that
1: shit. That is such a cool and insightful way to look at it and look at the perspectives those two brought. Because you're right. Don't let me down. Is John having bluesy pleading? Maybe I'm amazed. Is Paul having blues rock admission of just joy and love? Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's the we can work it out thing where Paul is saying we, we can work it out and John's saying life is very short. You know, it's it's that to me. It's a great song, yeah. Also from that same record, Every Night. Again, you know, every night I just want to go out and get out of my head. Every day, I, you know, I, I don't want to get up and get out of bed. But tonight I just want to stay in and be with you.
2: But tonight I just want to stay in and be you. be with you
1: and he repeats it for effect boom and be with you before he goes into the city I forget if it's an e or not I've always loved this song it's not a piano song but I've always played it on piano believe me mama yeah when he pulled this out for the unplugged uh, sessions, which unplug- Paul McCartney Unplugged has been just forgotten about.
0: Yeah, 91?
1: Yeah, I think 91.
0: Yeah, that's when I remember it.
1: It's his take on every night there where they kind of break it down into a bit of an acapella part. finally pulled out on tour when they did that 79 last wings tour but yeah i love every night it the mccartney opens with the lovely linda
0: yeah yeah exactly which has her on it with the squeaky door yeah yeah with
1: uh, with the lovely flowers in her hair And then, of course, in the next album ran, they collaborate a lot together. But, you know, the end of Linda's life and Paul's a solo artist, Flaming Pie, for as great of an album as it is, has three really sad songs on it. We'll get into the one about Ringo's first wife when we talk about Ringo. But oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Flaming Pie has uh, Calico Skies. It was written that I would love you
2: from the moment. I so saw you gave me life on the skies. And some days. Some days I look. I look at you with eyes that shine. Some days I don't. I don't believe that you were mine.
1: Which are both about Linda as she was entering the final part of her life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple real bittersweet uh, songs that we're talking about in this on this topic. You know, uh, one from George comes to mind. We'll talk about that when we get to George and stuff. But uh, yeah, man. And on the other side of that coin, we have things like "Eat at Home."
2: Go.
1: <laughs> Which is a little... Love the love the musical composition. The lyrics are a little... Uh... Well, it's about eating out, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's about going to the Red Lobster or, depending if you live in the Malaysia area, Kenny Rogers Roasters. <laughs>
0: oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, yes. Thank you. Again, let me get the copy. Uh, yes if you're in the malaysia area be sure and stop in at kenny rogers roasters no, no salt uh teacher says eat healthy
2: teacher says we must eat healthy kenny rogers roasters less fat less salt less calories okay
0: we got that out of the way thank you they want you to eat healthy well some other standouts for me my love off red rose speedway i think that's just a classic love song about Linda mccartney
1: Another sex song too My Love Does It Good
0: Yeah Hey man Good for her <laughs> And then Warm and Beautiful Is another one I just think Is a classic McCartney uh, Melody It's a lovely song and especially That instrumental version I think it's all Kind of a bonus Or whatever On that record
1: Also, uh, let me get to a couple other love songs for Not Significant Others. But, you know, Paul singing Here Today and Dear Friend, those are love songs to John. One, of course, was mm-hmm. after John had passed. Paul sang a love song to his sheepdog and Martha, My Dear. <laughs> and, of course, Paul sang a love song to Weed and Got to Get You Into My Life.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true. Let's flip the coin on this because uh, Linda McCartney... Wrote a song called Love's Full Glory That was on that Wide Prairie record That was a compilation of all kind of her songs That spanned uh, many years And uh, in 1980, yeah She recorded this song, Love's Full Glory That sounds like to me it was for Paul
1: I could be wrong that in 89 or 90, Linda covered Bon Jovi's blaze of glory for Paul and Wicks. Surprisingly, Wicks. Wicks,
2: Wicks, surprisingly, Wicks, where you get more than you pay for.
1: Well, let's move on
0: to uh, your favorite significant other, Heather Mills.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's one of the reasons that Driving Rain Album bums me out so much. I know. That's a factor
0: for you. Yeah. Yeah. But he did write a song for her called Heather on Driving Rain and to me it's really telling that it's uh it's an instrumental
2: ah. <laughs> and I will dance to a run tune with the queen of my heart
1: He also wrote a song on chaos and creation as they were breaking up called Riding to Vanity Fair. That oh, yeah. was a scathing song about Heather.
2: You put me down, but I can laugh it off and act like nothing's wrong. But why pretend I think I've heard enough of your familiar song.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of those, like, some people speculate that the uh, Lavatory Lil is about her from the, yeah. the latest record, three. Dinner,
2: but she really in for the girl. Lavatory Lil.
0: Did you see this one too off of um the Starbucks record? <laughs> that song, Mr. Bellamy.
1: Steady lads. Easy does it.
2: Steady lads. <laughs>
1: Paul being like, oh, you know, Oliver doesn't have enough songs. I'll write (laughs) one from Oliver.
0: Well, Mr. Bellamy is an anagram for Mills betray me.
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) No way. I mean,
0: that's like a Paul is dead thing, but it could also be a Mr. Mojo rising thing too, you know?
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know, when I think Mr. Bellamy, I think about him and his brother. There's a reason for the trees shining down, and there's a season. None gone, on must be the reason. <laughs> the Bellamy brothers, right? Mr. Bellamy brothers? Don't call it the Starbucks album. I want you to wash your mouth when you say that. I know that. It's That'd called be- Memory <laughs> Almost Full. <laughs> That
0: upsets you so much. It's a trigger
1: because I love a couple of the songs on there. I I love what's the one that copies from Duke Ellington? Miss the Saturday Dance, the opening one. Um, oh, uh, I've got too much on my plate. Yeah, that's that's a good Don't song. Don't have no time to be a decent lover. It's a great song. It is a good song. It's Ever th- present past. Ever yes,
0: and it was a single. That was a single, I believe, too.
2: I've got too much on my plate. Don't have no time to be a decent lover. without you. Don't get around
1: more. You got it with a venti mochaccino. <laughs> See, exactly. Come on. <laughs> I know. That record
0: does suffer though from loudness wars era yeah. stuff. Like you put that on a if you put that when you're editing this podcast, if you put that song on the in the file, it's just a big brick. There's no uh, dynamics in it. <laughs> I didn't
1: mean to do that. That one's for you, Casey. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what else is a great one on there? Uh, Vintage Clothes is one of my favorite late-era McCartney songs that's on there. Part of that medley that leads to the end of the end. Underrated record memory almost full. I agree. I wanted to say one more thing about Driving Rain and the relationship with um, Heather. Because some of those songs, like "Lonely Road," that big bass heavy tune, yeah, that is him in anguish, trying to get over Linda,, ah. so it's interesting that that last song is kind of a bridge between Linda's Death and Finding Heather. At least I've always interpreted it that way. Don't want to walk that lonely Road again? Well, that makes so much sense, especially the the
0: concept of a road because a lot of what he and Linda did were, were those trips where they got lost, driving around, two of us. Yeah. Backseat of my car, uh, Hell in Wheels. Like there seemed to be a thing with him and like getting away and, and adventure. And here he was in the midst of this uh, rebound kind of a thing. Let's be honest, let's call it what it is. And yeah. he's lonely.
1: I think the first line of that song was I tried to get over you. There you go, man. Yeah. So
0: really it's about Linda.
2: I tried to get over you, I tried to find something new, but all I could ever do was fill my time with thoughts of you.
0: Uh, well, that's all we got on Heather Mills. And then, of course, he actually, on Valentine's Day, wrote a song for his current lady, uh, Nancy Cheval, is that how you say that? Cheval? Cheval, I think. Oops, Cheval. Yes. It's
1: it's Robert Dubell from Popeye. <laughs> Thank you. Because
0: <laughs> actually, I only know her first name, so I knew her as Nancy, right?
1: But everyone knew her as Nancy. <laughs> but everyone knew her
2: as Nancy.
0: <laughs> but on Valentine's Day, while they were in Morocco on a very rainy vacation, he went down into the hotel lobby and amongst some waiters... He wrote this song, My Valentine, from the uh, Kisses on the Bottom record.
1: Yes, Thanks for Not saying Tushy. And that's the one with the video with Natalie Portman and Johnny Depp doing the sign language. I like My Valentine. I think it's a really pretty song. What if it rained? We didn't care.
2: She said that someday soon the sun was gonna shine. And she was right. This love of mine, my valentine.
0: Uh, kisses on the bottom, though, as we get older, you know, we've got to spice up our marriage. You know, you go from eating at home to kisses on the bottom. <laughs>
1: From the A side to the B side, also were 12. <laughs> a lot of kisses on the bottom. I'll be glad I've got them.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't name my record Kisses on the Bottom, man.
1: <laughs> it's from one of the songs. I can't remember which one. It's a good album for jazz and Charles Shaw wine. <laughs>
0: Charles Shaw, good stuff, two-buck Chuck. Forgot about that.
2: St. Joe's is still open. We're in luck. Come on, get
1: us a bottle of
2: a buck Chuck.
0: Well, let's go to John. Let's go to John and songs that he wrote for some of his ladies. John who? <laughs> John Lennon.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> right, One of the Beatles, right? Cool.
0: He was one of the Beatles. Founding member, really. Let's start with Cynthia, I guess. Again, very similar to Jane Asher, there's not a lot of, like, love, love songs that are dedicated to Cynthia. And actually, Cynthia has a good quote on that. Stand by. I got to find it. Mine are in a weird order, so.
1: Stop! Oh, I think I know the quote. John forgot I existed every time he went on tour. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well yeah, a lot of the songs that are about Cynthia are things like, When I Get Home. I I think he saw Cynthia as a representation of stability and calm amidst all the Beatlemania and stuff. So, things like When I Get Home, Hard Days Night, in a way, is kind of when When I'm Home. Uh, I call your name.
2: Oh, I can't sleep at night. But just the same. I never weep at night. I call your name.
0: Here's the quote from Cynthia, though It was too sloppy when you were young to dedicate anything to anybody. Macho northern men didn't do that in those days. I can only muse about our time together and feel from the music. And that was something she said in uh, 1999. Hey,
1: hey, hey, macho northern man! <laughs> I've got to be macho northern man. Get it now, shaboomy, Village people, the musical.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, so there's not too many songs really that are really about Cynthia. Yeah, as she states, like. Those early love songs were written to just be like songwriters and like, oh, that's what songwriters do. They write songs about I love you. That's what that is. Maybe I Feel Fine could kind of qualify, you know, as something around that time with Cynthia.
2: Baby's good to me, you know she's happy as can be. you know she said so. I'm in
1: love with her and I feel fine. What about If I Fell? Is that just is that just a John boy meets girl song because he's singing, if i fell in love with you would you promise to be true and help me and under- i is that about Cynthia
2: If i fell in love with you would you promise to be true and help me understand
0: It could be but i i think it falls under that category of just like he's imagining this concept of boy and girl i think that's what it cuz it is if right
1: And then by 68 it was Imagine there's no Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. Well, I, I was
0: imagining this, like if he did do I Feel Fine for her, he'd be like, Oh, hey, Sin, I wrote you a love song. Oh, how does it go? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you asked him a feedback.
3: <laughs> oh, hey there. It's producer Casey here. Well, this is embarrassing. We had to cut this week's show a little bit short. Our day jobs were calling, and this was as much as we could pull together before our episode deadline. But the good news is Valentine's Day falls on a Monday anyway, so we can still talk about this next week. We're going to pick up right where we left off. We'll talk about John's songs about Yoko and, of course, some of our favorite odes by George and Ringo as well. Thank you again so much for listening and for helping spread the word about our show. It really is a labor of love. And despite what Tony would have you believe, Kenny Rogers Roasters does not actually pay us any money. So if you enjoy the show, the best way you can help us out is to leave a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And if you don't enjoy the show, uh, truthfully, I'm not... Why would you still be listening at this point? It's like the the episode already ended a while ago. You could be listening to any other podcast. It's not like this is like a radio and you're like in your car and you're stuck listening. With
2: out, baby, 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 you're
0: Untitled Beatles podcast. Like and subscribe.